Black Chaos Comes Again, Book One, Black Land, Episode One, The Dream, by Alan O.W. Barnes. Caitlin's Dream Journal. I suppose the nightmare was to be expected. After all, I dreamed it on the night after the murder. I found myself in a wide open desert. The sun beat down on me hot and dry. It felt as though all moisture had left my body, like I was about to spontaneously combust. I was thankful for my necklace, a silver disc on a chain around my neck. The metal was cool to the touch, and it was the only relief from the oppressive heat as I struggled to walk through the shifting sands. As I traveled the desert valley searching for water, a gust of wind blew past me, then another. Soon, the desert sand lifted and swirled around me in a dust storm through which I could see very, very little. As I struggled to find shelter, a snake slithered past me, then circled back around. I recognized the breed. The cobra rose up taller than me, opening its hood and preparing to strike. Perhaps it thought to use my carcass as its shelter from the storm. I ran. Well, I tried to run. The deep sand impeded my journey. Every footfall sank through the mutable landscape. I don't think my feet ever felt solid ground. The cobra had no such trouble. It circled me, and I felt utterly helpless. I read once that cobra venom can bring down an elephant. I knew I didn't stand a chance if it caught up to me. And here it was, coiling, preparing to strike. The cobra thrust its head forward in a fierce attack. I was amazed by its speed and power. It missed me, but only because I fell backwards, tumbling through the sand. The cobra hovered over me, preparing for its death blow. I heard a scream behind me and saw a flash of darkness. A black cat leapt over my shoulder, attacking the snake. The cat scratched the cobra, which hissed as it coiled and repositioned itself. The cobra lunged at the cat, who simply stepped aside. The cobra unintentionally stuck its head in the sand. Then the cat athletically bit the thing on the scruff of its neck, holding it in place and crunching down. Blood dribbled from the cobra's wound. I heard its bones crunch in the jaws of the tiny predator, my defender. After a few moments, the snake was dead. The black cat carried the snake's lifeless husk to me, dropped it at my feet like a trophy, then licked its paws and began grooming itself. Suddenly I realized the cat and I weren't alone. Huge beings existed all around us. They were just so big I couldn't perceive them as beings. I don't know how I even knew they were there. The cat screamed louder and louder as she became more agitated by whatever things now observed us. The storm kicked up around us more fiercely. The cat changed, taking on humanoid characteristics, though her details remained nebulous through the storm. I heard her talking but couldn't understand the words. I listened to the giants respond with their deep, resonant voices, causing the world to shake. But still, I understood nothing. I was almost close enough to see the Catwoman to understand what she was when I tripped and fell deep in the shifting sand. I tumbled through the desert, catching glimpses of pyramids far in the distance. I landed on something hard and sharp with bits of cloth hanging from it. Lifting it out of the sand, I found I handled the mummified corpse of a dead girl my age with my hair wearing my necklace. The 
mummy burst into flame. I awoke, startled, sweating with a dry mouth. I got out of bed and headed to the bathroom for water. When I turned on the light, I realized I looked flushed. Or, was that windburn? burn? 